0: This is News Talk 980 CKNW.
1: Well, there has been a lot of talk about the solar eclipse that is taking place tomorrow. Many people heading south to watch it in Oregon, but we'll also be able to see how things unfold here. And Joining us to give us some almost last-minute advice on what we can expect and the best way to take in the solar eclipse is Jamie Matthews. He's a professor of astronomy at the University of British Columbia. Professor, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Uh, You must be a very busy man right now, answering a lot of questions.
0: I have been, between the Perseid meteor shower last uh, weekend and this uh, t- eclipse, uh, yeah, it's eclipsed my life <laughs> for the last week.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, best time for people. So if you haven't gone to Oregon to be on the band where you get the best view of the eclipse, if mm-hmm. people are, are staying here to take it in, what should they do tomorrow morning and uh, what should they do and what time? Mm-hmm.
0: And full disclosure: In uh, about fifteen minutes, I'll be heading <laughs> south to Oregon to be in the path of totality.
1: <laughs> I am not surprised. Uh, yeah, not to
0: rub it in, uh, <laughs> but uh, the, the 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 eclipse will start around nine thirty in the morning. It'll last for about two hours. Maximum eclipse for uh, uh, those of us in the uh, in the lower mainland will be ten twenty one a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, and at that point. Uh, as seen from, say, Metro Vancouver, uh, the sun will be about 86 or 87 percent eclipsed. And so the the sun will, if you're looking at it with the right kind of protection or uh, projection from a a telescope, uh, will look like a very bright crescent moon in the sky.
1: And will it matter as far as clouds and what the, the sky, what the weather is like at that exact moment as well?
0: Well, for the Partial phases of the eclipse and what you know what we'll see uh, here and and across Canada, actually, or, uh, the the partial eclipse is a little uh, more weatherproof. You know, uh, uh, you know, if there's a thin layer of clouds, as long as uh, light from the sun is coming through, and uh, you know, if it were. Uh, you know, overcast, but you could still see the disk of the sun. In this case, you would still see that crescent of the sun as well. Uh, it would be bad news for anybody, including me, along the path of totality for that two minutes uh, when the, the sun is come totally eclipsed by the uh, the sun. Uh, I almost went into a Bonnie Tyler riff there, total <laughs> eclipse of my heart. Uh, then... Even like uh, you know, haze and, and light cloud could block out the view of the of the corona, that the gorgeous pearly ring of light that, that appears the base of the sun's atmosphere, the the top of the sun's atmosphere, the base of what we call the solar wind. Uh, so there, for that you know, kind of critical time, uh, you know, the weather is is more important. But for uh, people across the lower mainland. Uh, even if there's, you know, some thin cloud, you should still be able to experience the eclipse.
1: Uh, you mentioned as well the not staring straight at it. It's difficult when you know something's happening to not stare at it.
0: That's right. I mean, we, we have kind of natural defense mechanisms. If you ever actually try to look at the sun, you know, it, it's hard. You know, your your body fights you and you're, you're kind of looking at an angle, squinting your eyes and so on. And most people pay attention to that most of the time. They don't try to stare at the sun. It's just that because of all of the interest in, in the eclipse and all the attention, then people may be inclined to overcome their better instincts and their natural protective impulses to try to do that. And definitely do not. Even during maximum eclipse, when there's you know, 86, 87 percent of the sun is obscured, that remaining 13 or 14 percent is just as dangerous. The sun is so bright, if you're looking at the sun you know outside of an eclipse uh, is like if at home you've got a lamp take a lamp shade off and maybe it's a hundred watt bulb and like just stare at it for a little while from a meter away. Now imagine taking out that hundred watt bulb and replacing it with a one million watt bulb. Uh, staring at it from a meter away, and that's what it's like to stare at the sun. That's not even counting the ultraviolet, which is the dangerous thing which can give your retina a sunburn. So don't give in to that kind of temptation to say, well, I'll sneak a peek somehow. Uh, you know, Your body and your brain uh, you know, have the right kind of survival instincts, and that's why it's uncomfortable to try to look at the sun. If you don't have eclipse viewers, uh, uh, solar viewers, and they, I know that they've been sold out uh for a long uh, while now, go to one of the places where... Uh, there'll be eclipse viewing supervised by uh, people with the right equipment. Uh, The the Vancouver campus of UBC on Monday morning, where we have 700 uh, solar viewers and telescopes set up to look at the sun safely and project its image. Uh, Science World, the H.R. Macmillan Space Center, and the UBC Astronomy Club will also be set up at Robson Square. So if you have the flexibility on Monday morning uh, and you don't have the technology go to one of those four places and you'll be able to experience the eclipse as fully as anybody.
1: All right. What will you be using when you're in Oregon looking at it in the path of totality?
0: (laughs) Well, once... uh, So even partial eclipse, right, up to like 99.9%, it's not safe to look at the sun. But during the total eclipse, now the bright, uh, you know, disk of the sun is blocked out. The, The dangerous ultraviolet is blocked out. And so for that two minutes... It is safe to look at the sun. In fact, you'd want to look at it without projection, Otherwise, you wouldn't see uh, that uh, you know, ring of light uh, of the of the corona. And so, as soon as the sun winks out, if you will, and is replaced by a, a black uh, disk, it, it, it's like uh, uh, the you know the song "Black Hole Sun." That's what it'll look like. Then. For those two minutes it's safe to look at the sun and then as soon as a thin sliver of bright sun emerges as the moon slides uh, past then again you've got to look away and resort to uh the eclipse glasses as they sometimes called the solar viewers or indirect projection
1: and, all right and is there a particular place if it's secret you don't have to give it away but is there a particular place where you you'll be going in oregon to do that
0: uh yeah actually i'm, I'm going to a town called turner and be viewing it from a, a, a winery, uh, the Willamette uh, Vineyards, and so we'll be will be sipping wine. And they have an Eclipse Pinot Noir. Fortunately, not 2017 vintage; that might be a bit young uh, to uncork. But they have a 2015 vintage that they had uh, were uh, preparing just for this event. So, uh, uh, yeah, this was a last minute opportunity. I, I uh, up until. Thursday night, I thought I would be at UBC guiding uh, uh, visitors to campus to, to see the eclipse and understand it. Uh, but uh, as of this morning, I'll be heading uh, south to the path of totality and almost right along the center. So sometimes the magic works. Not only is it the path of totality, but it happens to intersect the vineyard.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty good combination. <laughs> uh, and it so. it is uh, the chance to see this because it's not happening again. What is it? Another 350 years or so? Well, so. Uh, Eclipses are
0: rare and they're not rare. In the, in the not rare, uh, sense, eclipses, total solar eclipses happen, you know, once every year or two. But you have to be in the right place at the right time to experience it as the, as the inner shadow of the moon, which in this case will only be a hundred kilometers across on the Earth's surface, races across that surface, uh, at, uh, supersonic speed. And, most times you know the earth is a big place uh, uh, most times that shadow is is racing over you know the far arctic or open ocean in the south pacific uh but this time it's racing from you know west to east across the united states where lots of people live and lots of people can get to that path of totality easily and the partial eclipse the outer shadow of the moon which won't completely block out the sun uh... You know, falls over most of north america so hundreds of millions of people can literally just walk out their front door and with the proper viewing glasses or seeing it projected in the ground through kind of a pinhole camera. You could use a colander, by the way, uh, with lots of little, uh, uh, a metal colander with lots of little circles will create images of the eclipsed, uh, Done on the ground for you if, uh, if you're uh, um, not equipped with anything else. And so, so many people are going to be able to experience it. And when you hear that this hasn't happened in 99 years, what that means is that the last time that the path of totality cut across the continental United States from west to east was 99 years ago. But there have been, there was uh, a total solar eclipse in which the moon's path cut across uh, the U.S. and into Canada in 1979 and uh... there will be one in twenty twenty four uh... in which the moon shadow will cut across mexico central united states and eastern canada uh... and so uh... the rarity of the eclipses is just most of the time we aren't in the right place at the right time, and the right place is really hard and expensive to get to. Not so Monday morning.
1: All right. We'll leave it there. Uh, Jamie Matthews, thank you so much, uh, and uh, good luck uh, on the trip. You're going to be in the great spot uh, for this, but thank you so much for bringing us up to date. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you. I'll uh, raise a glass of wine to toast you.
1: (laughs) Thank you. That is uh, Jamie Matthews. He's a professor of astronomy at UBC letting us know what you need to know. Do not stare directly at the eclipse if you don't have the right glasses or the right equipment.
0: Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.